Hey, hey friends, I am here today to share a conversation that I had with Darlene Larson. She shares with us a powerful testimony of how God brought her out of some really trying times in life. She shares powerful testimony of what it means to be a woman of the word and cling to the Lord through these trying times. Through all of this, she ended up becoming a life coach and an author of multiple books, sharing her wisdom with the world of what God did, what it means to find balance and cling to him and so much more. At the end, she shares a lot of wisdom for moms, moms of littles, having raised all of her kids to adulthood. I hope this podcast episode blesses you like this conversation blessed me. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. I am here with Darlene Larson. She is a woman of purpose. That's for sure. She is the founder of Hearts with a Purpose. She coaches women around the world and um, she is passionate about helping women that are harried, hurting, and hungry by guiding them to the freedom of discovering their life's purpose. She is an author and a speaker with an upbeat spirit, but don't let it trick you. She has had a life of disappointment, a life of ups and downs, surviving an emotionally abusive marriage, which led her to mining God's word daily to find the strength that she needed. And so Darlene, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. I am so excited to dig into a little bit more about your story and just the encouragement that you have for mothers. So do you want to add anything to that introduction? Well, it's a delight to be here with you, Sasha. And thank you so much. And to all of our listeners, it's it's a joy to have you. So nope, take it away. I'll just follow your lead and enjoy our conversation, ladies. Awesome. Well, first, I know you have just this this history of um 
abuse and, and you were just saying grief and loss is um, sadly, but fortunately for us, for the people that you get to pour into with that grief and loss is a huge part of your story and something that you're well-versed in. Would you mind sharing a little bit about, um, your story and, and that part of it with us so that we can get to know you a little bit better and maybe draw some encouragement from that today? Thank you. I would, I would be glad to. And first let me encourage all the all the ladies and listeners, uh, gentlemen and women listening that, you know, God wastes nothing in our life um, as long as we choose to stay moldable to his way and will. Um, I am a woman of the word and it was God staying in God's word um, that really kept me alive and kept me going. Sasha, I lived in a very uh, abusive, toxic, mental, emotional, financial marriage for over a quarter of a century. And if it would not have been uh, staying in the word, learning uh, to grow and wield the sword of truth as I exposed, I would have never been able to step out of it. And so uh, it was exhausting, um, very hard, very messy because I didn't understand what I lived in. Nowadays with, I'm just going to say with a little bit, the younger generation, you have all these um, tools and techie stuff that's at your fingertips. Back in my journey, uh, abuse wasn't even used. I knew there, I knew there was uh, sexual abuse. I knew there was physical abuse. I knew there was spiritual abuse, but it was 22 years in until I realized and read about narcissism and read about covert um, narcissism and covert partner abuse. And it just, well, it was veils. The veil began to uh, be removed from my eyes. And during that time, I I must say, I it also, I call them the bookends of death. I lost my father and youngest brother during some of the most painful times. And when you face death square on, I believe you really then begin to live because mm -hmm. I had prayed uh, for a couple of years that the Lord would just take my life because the emotional pain was getting so bad because there was three things um, I could never please. I, I just was always criticized. It was always my fault and I was ignored and negated. And so during the bookends of death, as I, I have written them, um, looking at my youngest brother in the casket when it was, I had prayed it would, it was supposed to have been me that I, stood there and said, Lord, if there's any good that can come from his early unexpected death, let it begin with me. And he was 40. And um, from then on, the veil began to lift from my eyes. And with weeks after that, uh, I picked up a book. God's always used books in my life, mainly his. And um, that's when coaching was just coming out, Sasha. I'm going on my 15th year uh, as a life purpose coach and passionate about purpose because that's what I had prayed for during um, exposing, trying to figure out my story and connecting the dots. And so from there on, yeah, started getting all my training, life purpose, grief loss, and unfortunately exposed, fortunately exposed the truth of my story. Unfortunately, everything uh, on the house on the hill went splat. Just as scripture says, if you build your house on the sand, it's not going to endure. And it did not endure. I love that you mentioned that we were at, we, I'm leading ladies through a program. And that was one of the first weeks that we talked about was building your house on the cornerstone. Absolutely. Um, I love one that you clung to God's word, that he kept that as 
a stronghold in your life. And um, I'm so grateful for that because I think it is through those most trying seasons in the valley that um, when we seek him, we can feel his presence the most and that he guides us through. I think it's the seasons that we do have a tendency to seek him more and we get to know him more. He reveals more of himself to us in those, um, those difficult seasons. And so I've had a season similarly, um, not with a spouse, but, um, childhood trauma coming to, you know, the forefront of my mind and and realization. And, and I was in a very similar season where I was just praying for death and I'm grateful that looking back, I can see that that's exactly what the Lord gave me. He gave me a new identity and I was born again in him. And so you're talking about turning your pain into purpose. And that's very real for me in my life. I've experienced a lot of pain myself and God has, has most definitely made every single one of those moments up until now, very purposeful thing that has helped mold me into who I am today, helped me minister and pour into other women. It's weird to say that I'm grateful for it. And so I love that you've turned this into a life coaching whole business and program and ministry and, and wow, 15 years. Yeah. Like I, I like to think life coaching blew up, right? It probably blew up really big around 2020 with uh, the pandemic and everything, but But yeah, I don't even know that I knew anything about life coaching 15 years ago. And so I love that the Lord spoke that to your heart and was like, nope, we are going to do this and we are going to help lead other women to understanding their purpose and, and shifting that pain. So I'm super grateful. I'm grateful that you clung to the Lord. I'm grateful that you're here and able to minister to all of us. And you have a devotional series and and all kinds of stuff that you're using to pour into women. Would you mind telling us a little bit more about your devotional series? No, I'll be glad to. Thank you, Sasha. And, and God bless you with all you're doing and with your podcast, Impacting Women. Um, the way I've written my devotional series is the way that I stayed alive. Mm. I, um, because I was an animal woman of the word and you have to think back, this is before, uh, cell phones were even really popping out everywhere and texting. And, you know, if there's something I could really challenge women is go to the word first before you go to Facebook. (laughs) I just grieves me when I see women dump their stuff out online. And I want to say, have you taken that before the Lord first? Facebook groups, none of that's going to fill our our heartache. They can ha- encourage us, Sasha, but not fill it. So, so what I would ask the Lord during my journey is, okay, for example, I had a lot of anger in me and I had a lot of, that really grew. I went passive, then I ran the other, swung it the other way because of what I lived in. And I didn't like it. And I said, okay, so why am I angry? So I would just keep taking my questions to the Lord and say, okay, help me grow out of this. Help me deal with it. And then, you know, do I have a life purpose? Why am I still alive? All right. So I would ask him all these questions. And that's how I broke free is I, he would lead me to a verse and say, okay, darling, I see you, Elroy, 
Rahi in Genesis 16:13, where he saw Hagar. I see you. Okay, Lord, I believe it. You see me. Okay. So you're going to lead me out just like you led Moses. Okay. And so the way I've written the Enable Me Lord to Shift series is I've divided them up into women's domains. And so the first book, and women can get that free if you'd like on my website at, in a PDF at heartswithapurpose.com is is your growth and how much God loves you and is pursuing you and that you do have a life purpose. So what I've done is I've written these books in very short stories of women I've coached with names changed, slices of my own story. And I'm teaching one verse at a time, Sasha. You know, I've met women that have gone in and out of studies, six, seven, eight Bible studies, same kind of Bible study for years, but they're still sitting and soaking and sour. And it's like, okay, so you really haven't allowed the word of God to penetrate your heart and change your life. And so I wrote these series, very simple, but learning how to take one verse at a time and apply it to your life with three coaching questions at the end of each woman's story. Women say it takes some 10 minutes to 15 minutes. So the first book is the red one, and you'll see a red Ford truck on the front because that's how on the farm in Michigan, we all learned to drive was the stick shift, enable me, Lord to shift are you stuck you know and idle <laughs> and so anyway um then the second book is our thought life how we must transition our thoughts that the lord wants over you know the fear the anxiety you know the people pleasing you've got to break through of that then the third book is the brown our emotions or our feelings many times women want their feelings they allow their feelings to control their life and there's nowhere in the scripture it says, let your feelings run your life. No, it's your thoughts are to transform. So if you're feeling such as sadness, you know, the, I'm sad. I don't feel like they love me. I feel alone and isolated. It's learning how to bow those to the truth. So the blue books, the thoughts. Then the third is the emotion feelings. Fourth book is the relationship. How women want more healthy relationships with friendships uh, in their marriage. Get off social media. Put your phone down. Uh, there'll be three more that go with this series when I'm done. But really, Sasha, as I've um, went to my pastor during the during the exposure of the abuse and everything, and I said, is it fair to say that God wants me to write these devotional series? So because every domain of my life was smashed and there'll be three more to go in this book. There'll be the financial. The fifth book's already written, which is your life purpose and calling. I have that written. But it's on hold right now because of another book coming out um, before that one. And then there'll be also your physical, our finances, our physical, our life purpose, our calling, because it's up to me to take care of my home, my car, my body. No one else is going to do that for you. And as a life purpose coach, oh, my goodness, it's like I've had to coach women to get to doctors. You know, have you gone for a checkup, your yearly checkup? You know, I mean, all of those things, it's up to us. So anyway, back to my story is. Every one of these domains was smashed in my life. In, um, in exposing everything, our home went into foreclosure. It already was in foreclosure, um, headed that way. But I lost a home, um, relationships, um, everything was smashed, taken away from me. And I, I knew if I exposed the truth, I probably was going to lose um, everything um, that I had. But really, I didn't have anything anyway, except for my relationship with God. And so... The way I've written these is no woman can really come to me and say, yeah, darling, but you don't know my story. 
I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter because <laughs> God is faithful in every one of these domains. As long as we stay true to him, he will restore and recover. Yes. And amen. Wow. I love it. And, and there's so much truth. I'm so grateful you're here sharing your wisdom with us because I think sometimes it's one of those things where I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like there are times where I've, I've shared, you know, wisdom from um, some of my friends that are older that have made it through the journey of motherhood. And I shouldn't say through because you're never really done. Right. Like I've had um, moms tell me, you, you still worry about your kids the same when they're grown and moved out of the house. It's just, you know, there's a lot less you can do at that point. You can't just kiss boo-boos. There's a lot bigger hurts and a lot bigger worries and they can get into more trouble and and so on and so forth. But um, moms who've said, I, you know, that they just appreciate what it is that I'm, I'm sharing with younger moms because they didn't have anybody to do that when they were like in the throes of motherhood. And, and it's these same exact things that you're talking about. It is seeking God first, going to his word, seeking his presence, being still with him, in the morning before you go to Facebook. Yes, I agree. I'm, I'm actually off of Facebook right now because it has, it has been that um, temptation for me that has, I, I believe led me astray at times or, or just led me not to him, to seeking him first. And so I love that. And, and that your emotions are not the masters, you know, taking thoughts captive is so incredibly important. And, and especially when you have a background of, of hurt and pain and trauma, there's a lot of lies that the enemy has written in your thoughts and on your heart that, um, I love that you had said, bow them to the truth that need to be taken captive and placed at the feet of the Lord and rewritten with the truth that is in scripture and, um, just such important stuff and in relationships as well. I think so many moms have a tendency um, to just isolate and not, um, you know, they get into a a position of not seeking the Lord, but then also not coming into fellowship and relationship with others. It can be a very lonely season when you've got littles. I I've gone through a couple of weeks here of just sickness nonstop with my littles, um, and kind of feel like I've just been stuck at home. You know, I can't go hang out with other people with littles because their kids are going to get sick and nobody wants to come around the plague that we've got going on here. Um, and so, you know, I think relationships are huge too. And so I love that you're, you're preparing these and I love mostly that you're doing it from a, um, a place of your journey of how you're still alive. And and I think that just speaks volumes to your, your pain into purpose. Um, and so I, I so agree so much of, of my coaching program and planner and, and so much more was me very similarly sitting down and, and asking God all of these questions of, is this who I am now? What does this mean? What is my purpose now? And just bringing so much to him and allowing him to lead us in his word to truth. Um, and so I love it. I just, I'm, I'm over here overjoyed that, (laughs) um, that, that you're doing this and just sharing this wisdom and encouragement with others, because I know I know, and even just what you're saying that these are transformational devotions. And I love to, um, one last thing before we move on to another topic, (laughs) um, is that you, you had mentioned 
allowing the word to, to just really marinate and like make it down to your heart and transform. And, and I agree, we can see women all the time. Um, I like to call it consuming, you know, just consuming Bible studies or books or trainings or whatever it is. And it's okay. I've done this one. Let me move on to the next one, but actually taking the time to go slow and allow that, you know, 12 inches from your head to your heart to really make it in and marinate and change your life. Because that is what God's word does when we allow it to. And so, Mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. One of the things that you had mentioned earlier was um, learning to enjoy the motherhood journey. And so I know for a good portion of your mothering journey, you were in the throes of the difficult. And I think a lot of times we can get caught up in, again, these lies from the enemy saying that we are, um, that we're alone or nobody would understand my story or, but, but they don't have a, you know, adopted child or a special needs child or, but they don't have three kids or, but they don't, their spouse isn't so like, um, supportive like mine or whatever else, you know, we can all get caught up in this stuff, but I think you of all people can really speak to enjoying the motherhood journey despite all the difficult circumstances or overwhelm or whatever else we may have going on around us. And so I'd love to hear some of your encouragement in that as well. Okay. Oh goodness. Ladies, if you have littles at home right now, Oh, put the phones down. (laughs) I just say that lovingly. Um, Enjoy. It goes so, so fast, ladies. Uh, it really does. And I know, like Sasha, you said you haven't been able to join with others because of the sickness. Here is something I always asked myself when I felt like I was waiting. And I went through years of infertility. And I went through years of waiting for a lot to happen in my story. And what I would ask God is what you want me to learn right now. And I think if we keep our heart posture turned to him, when those days are grueling that you feel like you're just wiping noses, you're picking up toys, you're putting on the next meal and they're whiny, and you're just at your wits end is to really stop and just savor the moment and back up, meet their needs because this is a role God has given you right now. And as a as a coach, you know that too, Sasha, that roles are gifts from God and we must look at the role. And if he's giving you and he's allowing you to be a mom, and please let me say that, he's allowing you to be a mom. Too many women, if you think, well, you've done it, well, good for you, but God is allowing you to be a mom, it's a gift, it's a privilege. They are going to grow up and, you know, love on them, but do not um, take away discipline. I can't tell you how important if any women are here in abuse, this will become a huge issue is a discipline because you wanna stay on the same page as your spouse. And if I could say something to speak into parenting together is discipline. You must be on the same page. Your kids will be so smart to grow up and wield 
um, and turn, have you turn against each other because they're kids and they want their own way and they're sinful. <laughs> and um, is you must stay on the same page. So back to enjoying the journey is number one, it will go fast. Number two, love on them. Um, but also to remind yourself, you're not to be their best friend right now. No, that's why you must discipline. You must, you must in a good, firm, loving way. And if you wonder why I'm saying that, just read the book of Proverbs. If you do not discipline your children, read the book of Proverbs because you'll be re raising a very entitled, bratty child and selfish. And I say that with love. And um, I was raised in a home where my parents stayed on the same page. And I'm very thankful for the mm -hmm. discipline that I was taught. So, um, you know, that's where I would just, I just feel too many moms are pulled so much, Sasha, in so many different directions. Um, and I think technology is doing it and it's destroying the families. And I was raised in a home where there wasn't technology. I started raising my own children where there wasn't cell phones. The cell phones came in the middle. And what I saw those cell phones do in a very toxic home was even to make the division worse. Mm. So put phones down away, enjoy your kids, put boundaries around your phones, take care of your ambiance, dear precious women. If you're waiting for mom or a maid to come, <laughs> um, no, God's allowed you to have a home. You're, I'm, I'm saying this honestly because I've had a home taken away. So your home is something also that God gives you. And uh, please enjoy the home, the privileges he's giving you to stay home. If you can be home with your children. Yeah, Sasha, you can ask me anything you want about that. My heart, I used to teach in a Christian school, Sasha. So my heart's tender toward children. I love children. I'm thankful that God allowed me to be a mom of three children, but they do grow up, they go on and they don't need you. And the next thing I would say to moms, which is a big key, is your acceptance does not come from your child. Mm-mm-mm. So many moms will wield their way to keep their child in a needy position so the mom doesn't grow up. And I'm saying, ladies, grow up mm. in a healthy way with the Lord. Yes, and amen. <laughs> I love that. I love the, um, I think mothering is one of the greatest sanctification processes. You have to be a disciplined person or you have to to continually subject yourself to discipline in order to discipline your children um i've seen so many times where you know the kid will cry and throw a fit and then they'll get their way and it's like wait <laughs> that's totally backwards of what you should be doing you're teaching them that that kind of behavior is what is to be rewarded and so um it is there are sometimes you know you're just tired or you're you're lonely or you're burnt out or overwhelmed and you're like, okay, whatever, fine. Just, you know, be on your iPad all day. No, let's not do that. <laughs> you know, we're raising adults for the future. And, um, and I love that you had said they grow up and they don't need you anymore. And I try to remember that when, you know, it's the fifth time my son's asked me to do something, you know, today or, or, um, like he wanted, he knows how to make his own peanut butter and jelly, but he wants me to make it. And normally I'm like, 
you know, let's equipping him. But one day he's not going to ask me to make his food anymore. And one day he's not going to want hugs and cuddles anymore. And um, just being reminded of that, I am in a, in a unique position to be, meet his needs. And I'm so grateful for the Lord every day to do that. Um, I love too that you said, take care of your ambiance. And, and the whole aspect of God is allowing you to be a mom. He's allowing you to have a home. And what came up for me when you said that is just this idea and theme of good stewardship and, and every single thing that we have in this life, our children, our home, our health, and so much more, they are blessings that, you know, you're saying read Proverbs. I I agree. Read Job. You know, it can all be taken away in a matter of moments and um, cherishing that and treating every one of those things as the blessings that it is. And, and it's all the Lord's. So being a good steward of what he's given and entrusted you to in this season, in this life, in this time. Wow. Just so much goodness that you've shared. I've got a page of notes here, two pages of notes here. And um, I'm just grateful, grateful for your wisdom and your coming in and sharing because you, you did touch on a lot um, today and I know one of the last things I'd like to talk about before we jump off is something that's really important to me and that I really love to to help coach women with. And you had mentioned life balance is crucial, crucial. And um, I like to call it harmony, you know, because it's all these ebbs and flows and, and different seasons of life. And um, but I would love to hear any encouragement that you have to share with us about that before we go. Well, I think, Sasha, thank you. I think with life balance and it's usually women about in their forties start realizing you can't handle noise. Mm -hmm. That's one sign usually happens in the forties. It just gets too noisy, but life balance is to ask yourself, are you out of balance? Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you feel like your internal engines are going to blow? Because only you can tell that. Now, you may have a spouse that maybe can read you really well, and it's a healthy marriage, and he can say, hon, you need a break, you need to slow down, then listen. But for women who don't have that, you must listen to your body. Your body speaks, ladies, all the way up. It speaks to you, but you have to listen to it. I knew my engines were going to blow, Sasha. I knew I needed to pull back. I knew I did all to please all, uh, working inside uh, the home, others in the home, loving on my three children, trying to figure out what the heck was going on in my marriage. But I knew I was out of balance. I knew it. Now, nobody told me that. Nobody said they saw me smiling, continue going. But I knew. And so what did I do is I quit teaching with permission and conversation. I stopped teaching and I went back home and brought my children back home with me. And I did that because I could not even, I couldn't keep going. I had lost, I was grieving. I just, mm -mm. and I pulled back. So it's totally opposite. I pulled back and I stopped so I could hear the birds and hear God. Mm. And so life balance, number one, is you have to ask yourself, are you out of balance? Number two, um, you're going to know it. And number three, it may look like you're sighing a lot. You're angry a lot. You're short circuiting a lot. You're anxious. You're fearful. There's no joy. There's, you're just drained. Those are some outward things. And then you have to choose Um, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Where do I need to start? And I would say it's, I ask women this, what green light or what red light is God telling you 
to stop? And what green light is he inviting you to step into? So for me, it was stop teaching. Green light was to sit. And when you're a doer and an achiever, it's pretty hard. Yeah, that's what I had. But that's what I had to do. So life balance is huge to realign to his call, his lead. And if you're in grief and loss, I can't tell you how important that is to stop and listen. Yes. Yeah. Such a powerful thing. Just just being able to come to that place of of awareness and realization just to stop. And, And sometimes you have to stop in order to come into awareness. And so um, I love yeah. that rest is a huge theme I'm seeing a lot of right now. And, and, and that's a huge part of it is just being quiet enough to hear the Lord and to hear yourself and what you're doing, how you're responding. Um, I love all the signs that you've shared with us today. So, wow, what a powerful conversation, Darlene. I'm so grateful for everything that you've shared with us today. I know the listeners are going to have pages of notes. Um you gave me some links. I'm going to drop in the show notes, but if you just want to share briefly where people can find you on social media, your website, so on and so forth. Well, thank you, Sasha. Yes. Hearts with a purpose.com on all my social, uh, Facebook, um, uh, Instagram, um, my website, hearts with a purpose.com. Love to have you come over. You can get two things on my website or three really, but I also know Sasha's a coach, but I do grief loss coaching and the life purpose coaching and women can sign up for 30 minutes, but they can get my first book free in a PDF, Sasha, as well as if you would like to take an inventory of the grief loss um, that you don't know exactly, but you know, you're stuck in something of grief loss. I have an inventory that's going to be um, published in my next book of over a hundred and some areas that we can get stuck in with grief and loss. And women are welcome to come over there at heartswithapurpose.com, Sasha. Wow. Awesome. So powerful. And again, those will be in the show notes. So you guys are welcome to just scroll down and click those links um, to go connect with Darlene on her socials or snag some of those freebies on her website. Look out for that next book of hers and, um, you know, I feel like I'm probably going to go snag one of these devotions of yours because they're Please just, do, they sound like such powerful tools. So I love all the resources I can get. That's going to help me marinate more in God's word and his truth. So thank you again, Darlene. God bless you for sharing with us today. And thank you to all the listeners. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you.